Hello, and good evening. I'm Johnny Boy, host of the Birthday Boy Podcast. I come to you tonight to give you peace during these troubling times. After all, we are all in this together, and I'm here today to tell you, when all hope seems lost, when it all seems too crazy to be true, just remember to look to the stars, the skies, the moon and the heavens, the majesty of the mighty oak trees swaying harmoniously in the wind, the glow of twilight across a mountainous sky, the ocean waves crashing upon the shore, the singing of the birds, the sound of children's laughter carried on a breeze, the hum of the busy workday fading into the night like a distant train rumbling toward the horizon. Take it all in and remember, while the sun will rise tomorrow, we probably won't. And it's quite likely that this virus will destroy us all, as it has destroyed my precious NBA season and March Madness. But don't fret, my friend. Death's cold, sweet embrace will not be far behind. Now remember, friends, this is a global pandemic. And you can't spell pandemic without panic, which is exactly what you should be doing. Now excuse me, I'm going to go light some more toilet paper on fire to keep my feet warm. Thank you, and welcome to episode 40 of the Birthday Boy Podcast, a very special pandemic edition. Now put your troubles away for another day. For tomorrow, we all shall fall. And now, let's get on with episode 40 of the Corona Boy Podcast. And now, a very special COVID-19 global pandemic coronavirus edition of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Here's Johnny Boy. Oh, yeah. Wow. That announcer's really good. And he sounds so familiar. But boy, he, he's got the golden pipes. Hmm. Happy pandemic, everybody. Happy global pandemic. I didn't think I was going to do a podcast this week because I had other plans. Back in the day when this was not a global pandemic, were we, were we ever so young? Oh, yeah. This is, uh, yeah, doing things a little bit differently today, because there was, like I said, there was no plan for a podcast, and uh, and now here we are. This is Joy Wave, by the way. Coming apart. It just came out. Uh, I think guess it came came out today, or came out this week. I guess this is one of the first uh, post-pandemic songs of the new world. <laughs> oh man. Let's uh, know, let's fade this a little bit. I'll leave it. Now, will I fade it? Will I leave it? Ah. Anyway, listen. On last week's episode 39, I said I was not going to be doing a podcast this week. 
uh, and I, because I had plans, I was going to be someplace else. And uh, those plans changed because everybody's plans changed because everything changed in the snap of a finger. Do you hear that? Was, that's me snapping my finger because it's all it's all topsy turvy. It's all coming apart. It's the end. It's, <laughs> that's the end of it. Do you hear that? Yeah. That's not corona. That's not coronavirus. Uh, I can t this. I can tell you. This I can tell you. Believe me. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, you got... See, now you're getting into March, and you got, like, allergies. Allergies? Yeah, boy, what's with me not being able to pronounce words? The weird thing is, it's not like I'm doing this live. I could just go back and fix it. Anyway, so listen. Uh, yeah, so, my God, what's what what hasn't been canceled or postponed this week? It's everything. Uh, let's see. Uh, sports. Every sport you could think of is canceled. Uh, the NBA season is postponed or, or suspended was the use, the word they use. Uh, so Wednesday night's games were the last games we're going to see for a while. There are a couple college basketball games that they played on Thursday for some bizarre reason uh, until they, they nixed all of those. Um, there was some PGA golf that was played yesterday. That's done. The Masters, that's been postponed. The Boston Marathon, postponed until September. This is just off of the top of my head. There's a million things. I'm not going to list them all. NBA season, suspended until for at least 30 days. The NCAA March Madness, all the all those games, are they're gone. Not even postponed. They didn't even try to like push it back until May. They could have had May Madness for the first time ever, and, and maybe the only time ever. Just change it from March Madness to May Madness. That would have been fun, you know, if, if we're if we're still alive then. Uh, and if we're not, then then you just cancel the tournament. That's all. You can still cancel it anyways, but geez, jump right into canceling. You could just just push it off two months. You know, the kids are still in school, even the ones that are going off to the NBA. They still have some. I don't know. I don't know. I think May Madness would have worked though. That's just me. That's just me. What do I know? What do I know? I'm not a big-time NCAA guy. Uh, so, yeah, NBA, NHL, PGA, uh, college basketball is just done. There's no more college basketball. I, you know, and it's one of those things when something is taken away, you suddenly realize, oh, my God, I'm not going to have this. I, I need to consume as much of it as possible. And so Wednesday night when they announce that after these games are over, that's it. No more NBA games for at least a month and probably longer. I don't know. So naturally I'm watching all the games. I was watching Hornets and Heat because I'm, you know, I'm a Hornets fan and, and a Celtics fan. <clears throat> um, I don't think the Celtics... I don't think they played. No, they were going to play Thursday night. They were in Milwaukee, and they're still in. They're going to be stuck in Milwaukee for the next like two weeks, in quarantine, uh, because they the Celtics played the Utah Jazz, and that's how this whole thing started, um, because of uh, what Rudy Gobert and another dude on the Jazz uh, had the coronavirus. Of course, the, the same Rudy Gobert who uh, jokingly. You know, touched his hands on all the microphones and the recording devices uh, during a press conference a few days ago uh, when he didn't know he had the stupid coronavirus. But <laughs> nice job, asshole, um, 
funny joke, bro. Funny joke. Uh, so yeah, so now the Celtics, they were going to play the Bucks Thursday night, and that didn't happen, of course. So they're stuck out in Milwaukee. And uh, yeah, so I just I watched every stupid, what, like Pistons, Knicks. I was excited to watch Pelicans and Kings. That was the last game of the night. I said, well, whatever, I'll watch Zion Anderson, Zion Anderson, Zion Williamson do his thing. And uh, enjoy as much basketball as I possibly can since it's about to go away for a very long time. And then, just as they were about to get underway, Scott Van Pelt cut, cut out to the arena. And just as the PA guy was announcing that, uh, go home everybody, no game tonight. Even though Lonzo Ball was shooting hoops for some he came out of the locker room and started, sh- you know, just having a little shoot around. Shooting free throws, <laughs> shooting hoops. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, every every sporting event is canceled. Uh, we had tickets to a couple different concerts in the coming weeks, in the coming month. Uh, both of them actually were going to be at the Sinclair in Boston. And Kimmy, uh, just before we went on the air this evening, uh, Kimmy read a Facebook post to me that the Sinclair is closed. I mean, it's a, it's mostly a concert venue. It's a small rock club in Cambridge, just across the street from Harvard. Love it's my favorite, uh, my favorite concert venue. We got to see Mew there. We got to see White Lies there. We were going to go see Caroline Rose there. We we're going to go see Patrick Watson there. You know, I don't know how exciting that concert would have been, but I like his songs, so that would have been cool. Uh, yeah, but everything's you know, I, hey, they'll either get postponed and we'll go see them later in the summer or some other time. Or they'll get canceled, and we'll get our we'll get our money back. So you know, I'm not too worried about it. But uh, yeah, uh, school's canceled next week for the kids. Uh, yeah, all kinds of. I mean, it's it's unprecedented. And uh, we've been to the grocery store. We usually, you know, we usually go to the grocery store a couple times during the week. Usually once on the weekend, and then once in the middle of the week. And it's a family of four, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We, we have to eat. So, um, you know, I need my assorted fruits and vegetables to take to work. And I thought, shit, you know, if we're if we have to be locked in our house on quarantine for the next couple of weeks, if it comes to that, better go get some fruits. You know, by the end of the week, usually the supply is running low because I've been, you know, taking my, my grapes and my blueberries and my strawberries to work. My, you know, baby carrots. <laughs> my, my protein shakes. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I went to the store over the weekend and got stuff, I think. Uh, I had Kimmy go to Costco to get some things midweek when it was like, oh, this thing seems to be not so good. I mean, we've known for a while that it's not so good, but it's like, oh, this is going to get really bad before it gets better. Uh, you know, got all got everything. And then I went to the grocery I went to Shaw's last night at 10.30 because I thought, this is probably a good time to go to the grocery store, Thursday night at 10.30. It, it wasn't that bad. It was way, way busier than it would normally ever be on a Thursday night at that time. But, uh, you know, I got some, got a few pounds of chicken, got a bunch of fruit, got some strawberries, got some blueberries, got some grapes. They were completely out of bananas, got some cantaloupe. Uh, they were completely out of bananas, but then I went and got, I filled the car up with gas. And luckily, at Cumberland Farms, uh, they had six nice, healthy-looking, uh, loose 
gas station bananas. So I got six gas station bananas, and by golly, uh, my youngest had one tonight with her dinner, and I peeled the banana for her because it didn't have much of a stem. It was hard to hard, hard to get it, get some leverage. And I opened it up and I said, "Man, that's uh, if you if you gathered the five smartest chimps on the planet uh, into this room, they couldn't they couldn't find a better, healthier looking banana than that one. That delicious gas station banana." So ended up getting the bananas, got all the shit that we need, and then, and then I'm still today at work. I'm thinking, man, what if, uh, you know, what if we are really not, you know, we're locked down for the next <laughs> couple weeks, like legitimately, don't leave the house, can't leave the house. Uh, you know, Norway basically shut down their entire country. Everything's closed. Everyone's home. Schools, everything. Oh, shit. Well, you know, if we do that. Better make sure we okay. We got chicken and a bunch of frozen stuff and canned stuff and pasta and all this. You know, we, we've got enough. But then I thought, well, what if we, you know, do we have like just you know kids Tylenol medicine stuff for the kids and cough drops and what if we need that sort of thing? Because we've gone through plenty of that in these last few months. So yeah, so the wife took a stop over to Shaw's because Market Basket is. Just, I mean, forget it. Market Basket on the best of days is a nightmare and. Uh, from all accounts, it's, uh, you know, Super Bowl Sunday plus Thanksgiving Eve uh, plus the blizzard of the century uh, all combined into one times a million. That's what it's like to be there these last few days. And so, yeah, didn't, she didn't go to Market Basket. She went to Shaw's and the same thing there. The line was lines for every register wrapped, you know, going down the aisles. She was able, you know, the no more meat, no more just sold out of tons of stuff. But she was able to get a bunch of things, a bunch of extra, you know, got some oranges and apples, additional fruits, additional canned goods, you know, just things that we, things that we would normally get, but just, you know, you know, maybe one, one or two extra of each, you know, a couple cans, nothing crazy, but, you know, just, and yeah, and some cough drops and some children's medicine, just things, things that you should just have anyways that we normally have, but have gone through this winter. So, and now here I am. And, uh, yeah, and I woke up this morning, just, I still feel, I feel way better than I have, mostly, jeez, there's been a handful of times since the middle of November where I've felt pretty good, this is, I'm getting close to that again, I'm not there yet, and I still feel, still feel, you know, shitty, um, I'm sure you can tell, the voice sounds clearer than it has progressively just getting better i mean two days ago i still sounded i was just so stuffed up but yeah the passageways are clearing i just still have that and i think this is an allergy thing i still have the like wheezing you know the whatever yeah so yeah it's getting there but uh i'm gonna have to take breaks to take water because the cough is still it's still there it's not a ton oh there yeah see there's the voice going <coughs> <coughs> I could have, uh, I could cut that out, but I'm not going to. I could, cr- I could really clean up this podcast and make it seem polished and professional, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm 15 minutes in, and I've talked about absolutely nothing except sports being canceled and my grocery purchases. Uh, so yeah, the kids' school is canceled. There were pictures of Costco. There's literally nothing on the shelves. Uh, certainly in the meat and frozen foods and produce, that's it's gone. I can't. I don't even know what they would have. If I went to Costco right. Well, they close in five minutes, but 
I, I can't imagine what is still inside Costco right now. And obviously they're going to get, you know, shipments probably on a daily basis to replenish a lot of this stuff, but you know, not everything, not everything can be re replenished, you know, within a day. Uh, so yeah, everything's, everything's canceled sports, the XFL, <laughs> the XFL's done for the rest of the year. No more. That's, that's not good. That's not good. They were not, you know, the ratings were going down. Attendance was going down. I think there was some talk of having those games with no fan, no fans in attendance. Uh, and that didn't happen. And they just, they canceled it. That's, I'm sure somehow the XFL will be back for one more season because I feel like uh, with all the money that's been pumped into that thing and the fact that Vince McMahon just has endless money, uh, you know, especially from those, those Saudis, uh, you know, I think he'll, I think he'll pump that thing one more year. If they can get a TV deal, I'm sure they'll be back. Oh man. But anyway, yeah, here we are. Uh, I'm, I am going to take a break. I got to get some, I got to get some water because I'm going to start coughing and then I'll, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about why I'm even here. It's a Friday night. I would normally, we have other things that we do on Friday night and I had other things I was going to do this weekend. Every, uh, not doing any of it. Uh, I'll tell you all about it in just a second or two. Uh, still sucking down that water. Uh, yeah. Here she is. Miss Caroline Rose, if you please. I can't concentrate with you. Yeah. Was really looking forward to seeing this uh, in a couple weeks. Oh well. She'll be back. It'll all be back to normal, right? <laughs> right? Oh man. This is the craziest thing. So, I mean, there's I I was wondering the other day because <clears throat> there was a time in my life where I didn't watch sports at all. Like maybe I watched the Super Bowl. That was it. And other one, the only time that if I caught a basketball game, it was because I was at somebody's house and they or their parents were watching a basketball game or, a, you know, whatever. A football game that wasn't the Super Bowl or a baseball game. Or I was at my grandparents' house on a Sunday for dinner and they were watching golf. But I, you know, 2001, 2002 was when I started voluntarily watching sports. And I was trying to think of what the hell I watched before because not having that, <laughs> just to come home and say, all right, let me hit the score guide here on Comcast, see what's on. Oh, a bunch of NBA games, bunch of bunch of college games, you know, whatever, all the sports. And I don't know what to do. I have tons. Of, that's the thing. I have tons of stuff. I have tons of TV I can watch. Backlogs of shows. Stuff, you know, I'm two seasons behind on Ray Donovan. I'm, uh, I, I got, uh, 
I just I finally caught up on Star Trek Discovery season two this past week. It was quite good. Um, I'm a few episodes behind on Star Trek Picard, Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, but here's what I have on. I've got the SmackDown. Friday Night SmackDown is on my TV right now. And it's just bizarre. They're having it live. Instead of the arena it was supposed to be in, they have um, it's live from the WWE Performance Center in Orlando. And there's no fans. It's just it's just that a few of the performers, a few of the wrestlers, and they came out and they had a match, and there's no fans, and they're just wrestling in the match. And... It's just bizarre. I guess we should be so lucky to even have this. I mean, everything else is just flat-out canceled. You can't watch a live basketball game right now, and you won't be able to for at least 30 days. You won't be watching a live college basketball game until November. There's no March. I still I can't get over that. That's crazy. It's so sad. And my buddy Dave, Dave Davo Helms had his tickets... Uh, I guess the for the opening round, I think, Thursday and Saturday's games next week. We're going to be in Albany. Get tickets to go see some of the tournament games. It's exciting, man. Now it's, it's, now it's not exciting. It sucks. It fucking sucks. So I have SmackDown on one TV. I have, and I watched this whole thing over the summer. The It's like a three-part, I, I think this is about three, four, maybe four or five hours, the whole... ESPN 30 for 30 Celtics Lakers rivalry, which is just phenomenal. I mean, 30 for 30, they there's there's not much that they do wrong, and this is to me one of the, one of the best pieces that they've done is the Celtics Lakers, and that's that's worth having ESPN Plus just to watch those 30 for 30 features. Uh, yeah, but this uh, yeah this Caroline Rose, we were gonna go to the Sinclair. That's off. Man, just just so bizarre. So fucking weird. And as I mentioned, yeah, I had no... There was no plan of doing a podcast this week. Episode 40 was going to be next week. Uh, and it's such a bummer because, uh, yeah, one of my best friends, Shimo, is turning 40, the big 4-0, in, a, in about a week. Week from today, right? Yeah. So uh, there was going to be a big birthday get-together... Uh, gosh, I think, you know, I think there was a, a pretty good crowd was going to be in attendance. You know, all the friends getting together, having some laughs, eating some good food. Yeah, it was going to be fun. I was going to, you know, I was going to drive out Saturday afternoon. I was going to get there maybe a little bit before the dinner. Uh, maybe swing by and see some other people, uh, other friends from other places before that. Mingle with them for a little bit, then go to the go to the fun birthday dinner, have fun with my friends, and then get in the car and get back on the road and head home. And uh, yeah, once once they a once they announced that this was a global pandemic and everything's canceled, I said, oh boy, I don't know, maybe this isn't such a great idea. I said, eh, you know, it's not like I'm I'm not flying to Italy for this dinner. And uh, and then this morning, uh, you know, kind of started to get more and more on the fence. And then this morning, with just this kind of like tickly thing, which I I really believe is just allergies because it doesn't feel like, 
You heard me last week. You heard me the week before. You've heard me for the last several. I mean, you've heard me, Christ, since November. There's been how many podcasts where I don't sound, where I don't sound like I have the COVID. And uh, and this is the best I've sounded in a long time. But I still have, yeah. I I, I have to take these coughing breaks. And I have to, you know, whatever. So I said, you know what? Sorry, I'm 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 not gonna be not not gonna be going out there. And I, I think a few others did the same thing. So. It's been postponed until June, which is good. I'm I'm happy because I was really gonna be sad if if that event took place and uh, you know uh, wouldn't have been there. So I'm glad that it's not taking place because I won't. That means I'm not gonna miss it, and that means it'll take place in June. Um, and it'll take place when I can be there to celebrate with Shimo and all the friends and have a lot of laughs. So that'll be good. And I talked to Shimo today on the phone, which was really nice. We had a nice conversation. Uh, you know, a lot of the heat. It was, it was mostly nonsense like it always is. <laughs> but it was it was fun. A lot of laughs. It was good good to talk to that son of a bitch. Uh, so that's that's the best we can do. Just a phone conversation until, until the next time when we're able to get together. But, uh, yeah, it's really, you know, it's a bummer. I was super super looking forward to it and it's not it's not you know the irony of this is i'm normally praying for a global pandemic to get me out of every social event social function that i'm invited to i'm usually like oh come on just big tidal wave tsunami <laughs> pandemic some kind of new disease just to get me to get me out of anything no matter what it is even if i'm want to go i'd still don't want to go because as, as i mentioned last week the three pillars <laughs> one of the pillar number one don't ever do anything ever don't ever leave the house and uh and don't ever do anything for anyone and i was i was about to violate all three of those pillars <laughs> tomorrow to go out to new york uh, willingly violating the pillars because I actually did want to leave the house and go and do something. Um, you know, I thought that would have been a nice, yeah, it was, it would have been a nice thing. Like, Hey, it's fella only turns 40 once. Why not have the entire gang there to celebrate? Even if it is a, you know, a three hour drive or so to get there. And I'm nothing if not, if not magnanimous. <laughs> um, but oh, well, it was it was not meant to be, uh, but as I was saying, yeah, I'm usually just I'm like, oh come on, give me some reason to not have to go anywhere to do anything ever, uh, because I just absolutely love I love being home. I love being I mean, this pandemic is this is a John Hopkins fantasy scenario playing out. This is like, and not only that, it's the three pillars playing out. The three pillars don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. Don't leave the house. Don't do anything for anyone. And and what are they telling you to do? Stay home. Don't go anywhere. Don't do things with people. Big crowds. Don't leave the house. Self-quarantine. Get all your food. Get all your shit. Uh, hoard your toilet paper. Which nobody's saying, but everybody's doing that for whatever reason. Um, there's a lot of shitting going on <laughs> on this planet. I can tell you that much. Uh... And so, yeah, that's that's like a that's a fantasy scenario for me. Not having to do anything, activities being canceled. Tonight would have been we were going to go to ski club like we do every Friday, and tonight and next Friday were the final ski clubs. 
and we're not, well, we might go to next week. I don't know, but we didn't go tonight because my oldest was not feeling well this morning. Had She's been congested. I think that's allergies too because she was sick earlier and it was, this is different. This is looks and sounds and feels like allergies and she's not, you know, she's feeling okay. But, uh, yeah, we said, yeah, we're not, we're not going to go up there. It's been raining all day too. The conditions probably suck. We'll skip it. I'm skipping taking the other one to ballet tomorrow. We're not, I'm not going to that fucking why. Fucking why? That's disgusting on the best of days. And I'm going to go there during a global pandemic. That's the, that's the way that I do not want to go out. After all of this, uh, you know, I would some, probably the same asshole who parked illegally would cough on me. And then I'd get the, I'd get the COVID and that'd be the end of it. No, thanks. Kiss my ass. YMCA. So yeah, the irony is I'm usually coming up with any, you know, just praying for some act of God to, uh, to get me out of doing anything anywhere at any time. And this was the one where I said, man, this is going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. It'll be exhausting to drive there and back in one day and blah, blah, blah. But it's totally going to be awesome. Totally going to be worth it. I just, you know, I love my friends so much. It'd be great to see them and hang out with them and just, you know, have laughs and eat sushi for a couple hours. And, uh, you know, oh eh, well. So naturally, naturally, when I actually do want to go to a social function. Same thing with, uh, with the wedding. Went to the big wedding back in November, which I was really, really looking forward to going to. And then, of course, there was a blizzard coming and it took three times the length, the three times the amount of time that it usually takes to get there. You know, it was just, it was just a disaster. And we drove back on the same night because I didn't want to get stuck in the snow and then it would delay this and it would delay that. Blah, 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 blah. So, so yeah, I get it. I get it universe. Ha ha. When I finally do want to go places, you try to prevent me from going. And then when I don't want to go and I'm asking you for something nice, like a big tidal wave, you provide nothing. Oh, man. So, anyways, happy birthday, Shimo, you fuck. <laughs> May, uh, although you're not likely to live to see 41, at least you'll make it to be, be 40. My 40th, uh, I'm not going to be the birthday boy officially until May which of course would be the anniversary of the birthday, the one year anniversary of the podcast. Uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> at, at this point, it's, it's all up in the air. Quite literally. That's where the, you know, the COVID's up in the air. It's on the countertops. Don't touch anything. Don't go anywhere. Don't breathe. Don't blink. Don't, uh, uh it's, it's it. That's it. It's over. It's over. It was a good ride though. Wasn't it? It was a good fun ride while it lasted. Yeah. Okay, taking a break. This is going to be a pretty abbreviated episode. I, I don't have much to talk about. And I don't really, I don't think I care to talk about much of anything. But i got to take another little water break and uh, come back and talk about a whole lot of nothing still. Okay, stick around. Ah. Uh. Famous monsters. Oh. In a high rise. This is called Famous Monsters. By the Chromatics. Famous monsters. Famous monsters. Make no mistake. 
Make no mistake. We never wake. We never wake. We never die. Oh. Oh yeah. Pump it up. Oh man. I will say. Having the uh, having the ability to work from home is a luxury that I've been taking for granted from for many many years now. For the last uh, I don't know ten or eleven years, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna still take it for granted. But man, uh, I'm taking it slightly less for for granted now. Now that it's becoming more of a necessity than a luxury. And not everybody can do that, so... I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm glad, I'm really glad I went into banking in the financial services world. And you know, people people stop me on the street. They stop me on the street all the time and they say, Hey, hey man, why, why did you choose banking and financial services instead of, you know, comedy or television and entertainment? And, and I stop and I say, hey, man, thanks, you know, thanks for thanks for stopping me in the middle of the street to talk about my personal life. Uh, and really, the reason I can give you is because uh, if I go to the comedy clubs and I'm on a, I'm a comedy movies and TV and stuff, uh, I go on the comedy circuit. I might not be the funniest guy in the comedy club, but if I'm at the bank and in the office, there's a good chance I'm going to be the funniest guy in that office, and that's what I—that's what I answer every time. You know, when people stop me, they stop me on the street and they ask this question: "Hey, hey, man, why did you go into financial services? Why didn't you go into some, like, you know, comedy or something?" You know, they stop me on the street all the time and they ask that question, and that's my answer. I didn't always work in financial services, though. <laughs> ah, fuck it. I told the Cutco story recently, so why not tell? I'm going to tell you about Excel Adcom. First, I'm going to get rid of you, you chromatics. All right. So this was, so 1999 was when I worked for, uh, was when I worked for, uh, for Cutco. Good God. Those are, those are light posts. I've been staring out this window. It was a beautiful twilight earlier. Just one of those gorgeous late winter, just a delightful blue sky as the light fades onto the horizon. And there were two bright lights. I thought they were planets. I thought, wow, you know, is that, that Venus or something? Was that, uh, was that Uranus? <laughs> uh, and then and then as the sky got darker, and I thought maybe they're airplanes because they're pretty bright lights. Like, that's brighter than you're going to see planets or stars. And then I and then I looked a little bit closer and I realized like oh there's that's that's the highway I'm just looking at the big the big lights on the highway that's not a planet at all uh, endless disappointment here on the Birthday Boy podcast they're not planets after all they're just street lights so listen uh, yeah ninety nine that's when I worked at uh, at Cutco and I had a lot of really uh, grand days. Uh, and then after three or four weeks, I was done. And I learned my lesson, and I never took another sales job again. 
except in 2001 when I took another sales job that was actually way worse than Cutco. And it was this place called Excel Adcom. And I don't even know. I don't even know how I found these guys. Even back in 2001, this was the summer of 2001, so I would have been going into my senior year of college. Even back in 2001, it was still kind of, you could apply for jobs online, and they had hot jobs, and they had Monster, and I guess Career Builder. Those were the those were the ones back then, I guess. I don't know. And uh, I, I, that must have been how I found it. I don't even know. But all I remember is I'm in this office talking to this guy with a really bad toupee. This big, like, jacked guy. He was pretty, he seemed pretty well built. And he was looking at my resume. And he goes, oh, man, if you can sell cutco knives, you can sell anything. You can work. Working here is going to be a piece of cake. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I just, I don't even remember the interview other than that, other than him. And then he was, and then he was talking about how he was taking classes on trying to be a better public speaker and how he was really shy. And I didn't know if he was busting my balls, like, haha, because I'm the branch manager of the sales office. I don't really know. I don't remember. It wasn't, I mean, Adam is a character and you're not, he's a character that I will never forget. And this guy, I don't even remember the dude's name who hired me to sell these coupon cards. Very forgettable other than the toupee. And a few years later, I saw him shopping at Barnes & Noble, and I wanted to hide behind a shelf, not that he would have remembered me, uh, because I think I sold coupon cards for all of about two weeks. And, and that's what the job was. It was a sales job. So I got the job, and it's pretty simple. You show up. Uh, they have scripts for you, uh, just like Cutco. You rehearse with one of the other salespeople, and you're rehearsing because you're about to, they're about to give you a map, and you're going to go to a certain neighborhood in a certain town, and you're going to walk around that neighborhood, and you're going to go door to door trying to sell coupon cards to people at their homes. And those coupon cards are exactly what it sounds like. It's a big, it's just a cardboard sheet that looks like uh, you know, a one-page uh, beer menu at a restaurant or something like that. And it has just different discounts and coupons on it. Except unlike unlike most coupons that you just get in a newspaper, uh, these were coupons that you had to pay $20 for. And if you sold, gosh, I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was, I don't even know how much of it. I, I feel like you made a good a good portion of those coupon cards. Because, man, I'll tell you, there were days I walked out of that sales office with $30 in my hand. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how much, how many, uh, maybe, I, yeah, I don't even know. I feel like I got 30%. So I, I think there might have been a couple days where I sold as many as five of those coupon cards, made $100, and, uh, and got to pocket 30. 30%. Wow. Man, oh, man. Uh, now we're talking, now we're talking some money. And, uh, so yeah, we would just get into groups and a different person would drive and you'd go to these different neighborhoods and sometimes you go into businesses and they would tell you, they would say, Hey, it says no soliciting, but just go in there anyways. So they would tell you to go into McDonald's and just like walk up to people eating and ask if they wanted to buy a coupon card. 
and uh, whoops, and that that worked out really well, 100% of the time. Everybody was really excited to see me and to see us. So you go around, like we'd go to the mall and just walk around and try to sell coupon cards to people. And I think I was at the mall trying to sell a coupon card, and I ran into a friend from high school and her mother, and they and the mom was, I think, sold Cutco knives. So it was like this weird. It was this weird collision of Cutco and Excel Adcom. And uh, so these, selling the coupon cards door-to-door, I don't remember much about that except getting turned down a lot because who the fuck is going to buy a coupon card? And some of these businesses, there was a place called the Funplex that had, you know, go-karts and arcades and bullshit. And so we were trying to sell coupons to the Funplex because if you buy this coupon card for $20, yeah, it costs $20, but excuse me, ma'am, there's over $100 in savings here on this coupon card. You get a free bumper car ride and uh, uh, some go-kart rides for half off. I, I don't even know. I don't remember. And there was one for, I don't know if it was like Midas Mufflers or Meineke or Goodyear. One of those fucking places. I don't remember what it was, but it was some kind of muffler card. And like for nineteen ninety nine, for $20, you buy this coupon card. But look, it comes with a free, the first coupon here is a free oil change. So you're getting your $20 back just by buying this card. You're going to get yourself a free oil change. And then after that, you get buy three tires, get one free. And then get a free windshield wiper blade when you buy seven. I, I don't even remember. But uh, it was the most absurd, stupid thing. And... Really, the weird thing was the other salespeople because they were a bunch of fucking freakazoids. Uh, there were a couple kind of okay, cool people. The rest of them were just fucking weirdos, like really just just detestable, just slime ball people. Except there was there was actually one really cool guy who is married, who was from my high school, John, and he's married to a very good friend of mine. And I got to ride along with him a couple times. And A, he was a really good salesman. B, he was so, like, cool and laid back and friendly. And he wasn't pushy. And he just sold the shit out of those coupon cards. It was unbelievable. I, I, I think the fir- my first day I went out with him. And I thought, oh, my God, who, who is this guy? He's just so laid back. He would just kind of casually... And his his brother was in was in my uh, my grade, so I knew I knew the brother pretty well, but I didn't really know this guy. Um, except I think I went to a party at his house one time, and I, anyway, uh, and he was such a super cool, nice guy, and really good at selling coupon cards. And uh, and that was on the first day, we it was the two of us, and we were kind of getting along, and that was pretty cool. And I thought, hey, if it's all, if I get to ride, ride around with this dude, that's that's nice. And uh, but then, but the, <laughs> but then I didn't get to ride with him. I rode with a lot of other different people, and they were all just different kinds of assholes. But on this first day, I'm riding around with this John character, and he's a nice guy. But the dude who's driving is this kid. I don't remember his name, but he was obsessed with Crazy Town. The uh, you know the band. Butterfly, Come Come My Lady. Yeah, he played that one, but he also played this tune called Toxic. Before Britney Spears was toxic, Crazy Town was toxic. Oh, yeah. 
so we're driving around Albany. Alright, turn this fucking shit down. Yeah, toxic. Oh my god. Wait, wait for it. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Let's rock. Toxic. So this kid was driving around. I feel like this song was just on repeat the whole time. This crazy town CD and this particular song. Uh, it's still too loud. It's like, hey, uh, do you have anything douchier than Limp Biscuit? Ah, crazy town. Nice. I like this sound. God. The aughts. So anyways, so we're driving around Albany, driving around the area, listening to Crazy Town, going going to these different places, and this kid and this kid was singing the whole time we're driving around, and and John and I are kind of like, geez, this guy's a fucking whack, he's a fucking lunatic. Uh, but it was okay because like this dude John was like, he was just super nice, cool guy, and I thought, great, if we can just be partnered up every time, that's awesome. I I I'll, I won't hate this job so much. Uh, unfortunately. They only partnered me up with John maybe one other time after that. And the other kid that I got partnered up with to sell coupon cards, I don't remember his name. I'm not a tall person. This guy was like up to my shoulders. He was this, uh, he was like a Marine. And he was one of the biggest pricks I've ever met. Just fucking Napoleon complex. Oh my god. So he, we stopped for lunch at Colony Center, the mall, and, uh, you know, as, as we're trying to sell coupon cards, and we stopped in the food court. I remember I had some Taco Bell, because of course I'm going to have Taco Bell, and he finished his lunch. I was still eating my lunch, and he just puts his tray on top of my lunch, and he goes, you're done, right? And then wanted to talk, like, strategy for where, you know, how we're going to divide and conquer and go sell more of these coupon cards. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not done. And I pushed the tray back on his table and finished my chalupa. And then he was he was real pissed off. And then uh, and then later, he uh, we got back to the sales office. And you'd have to get to the sales office early in the morning, and you'd spend an hour... You wouldn't go out until almost, my God, I, I, I don't even know. I, I feel like you'd have to get to the sales office around 9 or 10 and do like an hour of, of you know, the rah-rah bullshit. And you do the rehearsing, you know, you're doing your scripts, you're rehearsing with other salespeople and less experience, rehearse, rehearsing with more experience. And, uh, and, and, and then at the end of the day, you'd come back and if you sold like 10 coupon cards, you get, there's a giant a giant gong in the sales office and somebody would pick up the thing and hit the gong and everybody would yell juice. Um, and anytime, Oh, Oh, fucking sales. It's the worst. It's for the lowest forms of life. It really is. It really is. And <laughs> when you, when you would come in in the morning and you go into this like warehouse, there's a sales office and then there's a warehouse and everybody would stand in a circle and go through, I don't even know what the fuck we would do. I don't remember. I wish I remembered more of this. I've blocked a lot of it out. I just remember standing in a circle, all the salespeople, and, and you do these, like, we start doing, like, chants, and everybody, like, 
Like, we're going to go sell these coupon cards. Yeah. And everybody would be like, juice. Like, we're, we're gonna, what are we going to do today? We're going to have a... We're going to sell 20 of these things. Juice. We're going to sell 30 of these things. Juice. And anytime anything would happen, you know, it, it made Grand Day uh, look like the Gettysburg Address. Let's get out there. Yeah, juice. Juice. And uh, and that's all anybody would say. And so this this Marine kid who I fucking, he just, all day long, he was just... You know, and then he's one of these guys who's on my case because I was the new guy, and he's like, oh, you're not selling enough. You're not selling enough coupon cards. And I'm like, yeah, well, guess what, asshole? I'm going up to every fucking door. And then I'd be like, wait a minute. How many have you sold? And then I would realize I'm selling more than you did, you piece of shit. And then you're such a fucking Napoleon that you had to scream at me to, to make yourself feel better because I'm a short guy, and you're up to my fucking nipples, you pussy. So, so anyways, so we, we finish up, you know, after he slams his tray down on top of my Taco Bell that I'm still eating. You done, right? You done? Uh, and then, um, is trying to berate me for not selling enough coupon cards. And then I find out that I'm, I have sold more than he has because he's a fucking puss. And then he's talking about in the Marines, how he was in the martial arts thing and he made the instructor cry because he kicked him so hard. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. I'm sure you're not telling the story about how you cried because you got kicked so hard. Because a three-year-old stepped on your toe and then their knee bumped into your face, you fucking pint-sized piece of shit. And look, I don't get to, I mean, I don't get to shit on like really short people that often because I myself am not tall. So I get it, you know, and he was a, he was a little fucking douche. I don't care if you're short, tall. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. And, and if you're a tall asshole, I'm going to call you a lanky, ostrich, big bird motherfucker. He happened to be short, so I'm calling him a pint-sized puss. Anyway, uh, so this guy was he was, ta- he was bragging about how he kicked his karate instructor in the Marines. And he was, the karate instructor was crying, and I'm like, oh, I'm sure he was. And this guy was just so intense about fucking everything. And he's one of those, like, I'm up at 4 a.m. every morning and I run 10 miles. And then I come back and I take an ice-cold shower so I can get so I can get amped up about the things I need to do to get the day going, to get the things done that I need to do to get the day going the way that the things need to go, the way that I need to get them done to do my day the way the day needs to be done. And I'm like, yep, yep, cool, you're awesome. Uh, and then he was telling me, and then he was, he had this whole fucking thing, uh, because I, I, I accidentally, I, I, I feel like I dropped one of my coupon cards, and he's, he's like, what are you doing? That's the merchandise! Oh, you fucking, you idiot, you, why would you, do? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a human mistake, I dropped it, and then I picked it up, and that really, for most people, would be the end of the story, but for you... Yes, why don't you tell me what a fucking loser I am because I dropped something. Because you've never dropped anything. Um, for instance, your fucking testicles. You fucking goon. Uh, so so he's screaming at me because I dropped a coupon card. Then later, later that night, we were back in a, in a circle. The, the, the day, I swear to you, the day started at 10 a.m., or 9 a.m. and it ended at 8 p.m. and I would walk out of there after fucking 12 hours of nonsense with yeah at best maybe 30 dollars in my pocket. 
uh, which I would promptly go to the store and I would spend it all on beer and at the time cigarettes because I was a cigarette smoker and that was it. And, uh, oh, just awful. And so we get back to the sales office and this guy who has, who has yelled at me for not selling enough coupon cards, even though I sold more than he did, who yelled at me for dropping a coupon card, who slammed his tray on my Taco Bell. And then we get back and everybody's in the circle doing this rah-rah bullshit like, ah, juice, yeah, oh, so I sold five. And they had some kind of, you know, I don't know if they called it a grand day, but, you know, it's a grand coupon day. You sold the coupon cards, uh, yeah. And uh, and so this asshole, um, he's for some reason he took his shirt off and he's like, he's dancing around like a bro, you know. Picture one of those like puka shell motherfuckers, you know, in a mosh pit or something. And he's dancing around. He's like showing off his muscles and he's like, ah, yeah, yeah. Up, yeah, juice, yeah, let's sell some fucking car. And he stumbles on his own shirt that he threw on the ground and he lands on all my coupon cards and he bends them and folds them and they're dirty and filthy. And I'm like, hey man, I'm like, those are my coupon cards. He's like, ah, who cares? And I'm like, you fucking yelled at me for dropping these things and nothing happened to him. You just stepped on all of them and you folded them and crumpled them up and you don't give a shit. And, uh, and then, at one point during the day, he told me that his favorite band was Creed, which came as absolutely zero shock to me at all, um, because Creed, I mean, every Creed song is like the douchebag anthem. The anthem of the douche is every Creed song. Uh, you know, Crazy Town is like, that's Mozart. Compared to these fucking Creed guys. So he's telling me, I like, oh man, I love Creed so much. Oh, it's my favorite song. It makes me cry every time I hear it. I'm like, makes you cry? I'm like, oh yeah. The guy who uh, was making fun of his karate instructor for crying, and now you're telling me you cry when you hear Creed songs? And then he, he told me that uh, <laughs> that he was at a Creed concert at, at SPAC, the Saratoga Performing Arts Center in Saratoga, New York. Lovely outdoor concert venue. Um, he was. Uh, he told me that he was at the Creed concert at SPAC. And uh, his mother, who was dying of cancer, he called her from his cell phone so that she could hear the Creed songs. I don't know if she was dying, but she had cancer and she was home. And he called her and, he was, and, and Creed was playing through the cell phone and he was crying. <laughs> And I just, uh, I just remember thinking like, uh, man, I, dear Lord, dear sweet Lord Jesus, I don't ask for much, but please, please let the cancer take this piece of shit's mother from him. <laughs> uh, please, please let, <laughs> let this asshole who has been nothing but a giant prick to me and everybody else who works for this shitty company all day, uh, please, please, God, let the cancer consume her as soon as possible so that, so that he can be as unhappy as possible. Yeah, I, I mean, are you surprised? You're surprised, really? Oh, oh, man, that's too far. 
the wishing death on someone's mother. That's he's taken this too far. The birthday boy podcast has officially gone too far, sir. Too far. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I still think about that sometimes. I still think like I wonder. I wonder whatever happened to him. And I just uh, and I think about his mother, his poor mother with cancer. And I think, you know, it would be doing it would be doing everyone a lot of favors because I'm sure she hated having him as a son because no no mother could love that fucking scumbag, that pint sized piece of shit, uh, dancing around with his shirt off, crumpling up all my coupon cards, slamming his tray down on my Taco Bell, yelling at me because I dropped a coupon card. I wished for the cancer to take her away from this earth. Yes, so that he could, you know, cry and be sad and then listen to his Creed albums. But also because I thought it would be, you know, probably nice for the mother to never have to see this douchebag again. So it was pretty pretty selfless on, on my part, I think, to, to, ask, to ask for the cancer to advance through this mother's system and take her. Uh, so that she could be at peace and not have to be anywhere near her shitty son ever again. And uh, and so he could maybe, you know, like, I don't know, have some perspective and not be such a piece of shit. I don't know, somehow maybe just that would, maybe the death of his mother, I thought, could just turn him into, like, not a total jerk-off. And that's what he was. He was a total, total jerk-off. Anyway, uh... <clears throat> I feel like there was there was something, yeah. So everybody would we would get to that sales office and it was just everybody would yell juice, juice, you know. And somebody somebody would yell who let the dogs out, and then everyone would go juice, juice, juice. <sighs> and uh, and one day I think I did that for all of two weeks, and I remember even we went through the neighborhood where my grandparents lived, and my. <laughs> And my grandmother and my grandfather, who, uh, they were out having an evening walk when I was out selling coupon cards. And they said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm, I'm selling these coupon cards. And they looked at it and they're like, oh. And they even said, you know, my wonderful sweet grandparents, uh, who bought hundreds of dollars worth of Cutco knives for me just two summers ago. They were like, well, do you, we don't have our wallet on. You want me to go get my wallet and I'll buy one of these coupon cards? And I said, you know what? Grandma and Grandpa, you've done so much for me. I said, don't, 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 don't do it. Don't get your wallet. Enjoy your walk. I'm not going to make you spend more money than I already have for purposes of my employment. Because it was just so stupid. The whole concept, like selling coupons to people, was idiotic. And then there was this guy... And he would wear a suit and tie. He chain smoked. This this fucking guy. And he was so intense. He would come in and be like, ah, oh, and he would he would call me. Uh, his nickname for me was University, because uh, did you know this? I never knew this until five seconds ago. But there's a university called Johns Hopkins. I had no idea that that ever even existed, um, and nobody ever told that to me. And I I didn't know it until just a few minutes ago. And the only other time I heard that was when I worked selling coupon cards with this one guy with his suit and his chain smoking. And he was like, John. And he sounded he sounded like the, uh, he sounded like Adam. He had that kind of, you know, he'd be like, hey, Johnny, John Hopkins University. And then he would just, and then he just shortened it. 
you know, it was like, and then it was Hopkins University, and then he was like, University, and he would come in and be like, hey, University, how many did you sell? And I'd be like, uh, five. I'd be like, ah, uh, yeah, crushing it, University, juice, juice. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Why, why does this keep happening to me? Why do I, how do I find these places? And goddamn, I know the Costco, the Costco. The Cutco story is a million times better than this. And I remember, even though it was two years before this, I remember <clears throat> I remember so much more of Cutco than I do of selling these coupon cards. But, boy, that coupon card thing, that only lasted two weeks. And that was that was the nightmare of all nightmares. And then uh, and then one day, yeah, oh, yeah, this, so this chain-smoking guy, he would go up to a house, he would sell a coupon card, he would immediately, as soon as he left the house, he would light up a cigarette and he would have smoked the whole thing by the time he got to the house next door. And then he would sell another coupon card or get turned down or whatever. Then he would then he would start puffing another cigarette and it would be gone by the time he got to the next house. So all this guy was, he was chain smoking and selling coupon cards, baby. And uh, man, oh man. And there was this one guy who was actually pretty cool, another guy. And I remember his name was Clay. He was just a laid-back, cool customer. He was a cool dude. Kind of a smart-ass. We got along really well because I was also a smart-ass. And, uh, and he was cool. Uh, that's all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, God, so many fucking jerk-offs. And then, I, and then I went with this girl. We went into Troy to sell coupon cards. And she drove, and I had a big, a nice umbrella, and I left it in the back of her car. And uh, it was a rainy day, and then she took me back to the sales office, and that was uh, whatever we did, the all the raw, raw, juice bullshit. And then she got in her car and went home, and I got in my car and went home. And then the next day I quit, and I was so mad because I forgot, like, oh, I should have at least gotten the umbrella from her. And I never did. I left it in the back seat of her car, and I never got the umbrella. And she also told me, um, that I wasn't outgoing enough, <laughs> which I loved as I'm like, uh, yes, excuse me. Would you like to buy a coupon card? And I'm like, listen, bitch, I'm outgoing enough. Just not when it comes to selling trash, which is what we're doing, which is why this is probably going to be my last day of selling this trash. Stop critiquing me. You whore. Boy, I'm on a roll tonight. I guess this this Corona COVID stuff's got me all, the pandemic's got me all fired up. I'm fired up, baby. I'm fired up for pandemic. So I guess that's, I don't know. Do I have any other, do I have any other notes? Uh, juice. Yeah. Hitting the giant gong Marine kid. who was a giant piece of shit. Other kid playing crazy town all day. Oh man. Yeah. And then there was this big guy. This fucking preppy, fucking, just your classic, like, track team, tall, skinny, Ivy League douchebag. And he was telling me about, like, he was in school in Boston, and he had a job lined up. I'm going to be making 80K next year. I'm going to be making, uh, oh, great, congrats, 80K, 180K. I just want to tell you, you're a piece of shit no matter how many zeros are on your paycheck, you fuckface. And yeah, we we went through this neighborhood and 
I think I, I, I went down a street and I came up the other side of the street and he didn't tell me that he was going to go down that side of the street. And so we met in the middle and he's like, he's like, wait a minute, what are you doing here? I'm like, I went down the street and then up the other street. He's like, motherfucker, fucker, fuck, Jesus, fucking Jesus Christ. I fucking told you not to go down this street. I'm like, you told me to go down this street. That's why I went down this street and you went down the other street. And now we're both on the same street, even though I haven't left my street and you have, and now you're on my street. So something tells me I'm on the right street and you're just an asshole and a moron. But I fucking, I fucking told you not to go down this street, you fuck. <laughs> and then luckily there was another kid that I was with who actually, now that I think about it, this guy was a pretty nice kid. And we're, uh, you know, and we were actually doing, you know, quotes from the, the ladies' man movie. And like, ooh, it's a lady. Hey, he was a nice guy. And uh, we got back to the sales office. He's like, hey, man. He's like, uh, uh, the tall, preppy, Ivy League, fuckface, you know, ADK douchebag. He's like, uh, hey, man, is that guy, you know, does he have a, he have a bad attitude or something? I'm like, uh, yeah, actually. And then I, and I went through the entire, you know, here's what happened. He fucking yelled at me even though he was on the wrong street. And he's like, yeah. He's like, he does that to people. He doesn't know where the fuck he's going. He's going down the wrong street, and he's an asshole, and he's an idiot. And I'm like, good, yes. And, uh, yeah, I, that felt good. At least he was on my side. At least somebody was on my side. But, man, there were so many pricks. And then uh, that weekend, went out, went out on the lake with friends, got a really bad sunburn. Uh, I couldn't put a shirt on the next day. And so instead, uh, I drove with no shirt on, to the uh, to the sales office very early before it opened and left a note on the door saying uh, you know basically this sucks and I'm not coming back thanks for the opportunity fuck you um, although actually the day before that I came in early to talk to my manager to try and quit uh, but I think the strategy is when somebody shows up early uh, to to quit um, they have they make sure that like one of the other managers is in the office and they start going over. Like, hey, yeah, Johnny, hey, great, you're here. Hey, university, come in. We're going to, uh, here's, we're plotting out the day. We're going to do this. And they don't give you a, a chance to say, uh, hey, can I speak to you for a second? Uh, I'm going to quit right now. So I came in in the morning to tell the manager that I'm not doing this today or any other day and I'm going to go home and I'm done. Uh, and, I, and I ended up working an entire day because <laughs> I couldn't find five seconds to just be like and the me now 39 year old me as opposed to 21 year old me would have walked in there and all those guys would be there and be like hey i'm done or i would have just i mean just fucking called i don't know why i went in in person i think but it was one of those things back in the day i wanted to like do the right thing i'm gonna go talk to him face to face i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hide behind the phone i'm gonna go right up to his face and i'm gonna say sir i quit and so I went right in there and I went right up to his face and I said, okay, give me my coupon cards for the day. I'll go sell these because I'm an idiot. And then the next day I neither went up to his face in person or called on the phone. I taped a note to the front of the door <laughs> saying that, uh, I don't know. I came up with an excuse. It's just a full on lie. I said, I'm on my way to my, uh, I'm, I'm writing this to you on my way to my new job. Thanks for the opportunity. Best of luck. And then I went home and I went to bed. 
And then I got a job at Target that summer. I worked at Target for the entire summer, and that was a lot of fun. As I mentioned, that's where that's where Gladys. Uh, I met Gladys, who was very nice, and would get overly excited when the new schedule was posted. Oh, oh, the new schedule's up! Oh, oh, super, super duper! Oh, super duper! Oh, that's super, super duper! Oh, Gladys. Who knows where she is now? I hope, I hope she's alive and well. Oh, yeah, and now I'm getting stuffed up. I'm getting, yeah, that's happening. This is, and now my payback is for for wishing for, for wishing death on that asshole's mother <laughs> to die of cancer. Now I'm now I'm getting the COVID. Oh man, oh, this year is off to a weird start. Oh man, I think that's it. That's all I have to say about the uh, selling coupon cards. And I'm gonna take a take a sniffly, sneezy cough break thing, and then I, I'm pretty much gonna wrap it up. I don't know if I have anything else. I figured I'd tell that story. <sighs> yeah, there's not much else. There's really not. Like I said, I wasn't even planning on doing this episode. Uh, here I am. Here I am. Giving you another reason to uh, to think that I'm a giant piece of shit, wishing uh, wishing that somebody's <laughs> somebody's mother with cancer would die, just to just so he'd be unhappy. Uh, anyways, be right back. tired and I'm freezing freezing in here let me introduce you to the featherweight queen she got Hollywood eyes but she can't shoot new killers it's the new killers here on the birthday boy podcast corona boy podcast what a fucking so crazy. You can't get soap. I mean, I regularly just buy hand sanitizer because it's good to have hand sanitizer. And I just happened to stop. This was like two weeks ago, and I stopped at Walgreens, CVS. I don't know, just a few different places. No hand sanitizer. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'd like to. I mean, we have some, but I'd like to. I'd like to have a few more. And evidently, so did everybody else. Or more likely, so did five people who bought all of it, and now I can, you know, I can get a case for just nine hundred dollars on eBay. Nah, I'm good. Anyways, yeah, the new killer's uh, single. Oops, I have the TV on. Oh my god. Oh, you idiot. How unprofessional. How unprofessional of me. There's a, This is, I mean, just no sports. There would be tons of basketball on right now. You have all those conference playoff championship games. Oh, my God. None of it's on. I wanted to get tickets to go see the, the final home game of the season. The Celtics. Bulls at Celtics. Bobblehead night on April, I don't know, 15th. I mean, jeez, man. 
Anyways, I would like to uh, I would like to share a passage that I posted uh, earlier today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Earlier today on. Uh, no, hold on now. Oops. Where's my Where's my Is this it? Yeah, I posted this earlier today on the Facebook, and I I'd like to repeat it for you now because it's important. Uh, in uncertain times like these, I'm just glad I have my wife and my kids to go home to. Because if it all goes south, I can just eat them. And that's a fact. And my friend Alex wrote, uh, my money is on Cam. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Uh, but I said jokes on her. I've been eating a ton of black licorice. She hates black licorice. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> my friend Delisa wrote, Kim, blink twice if you want me to send help. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. There's a gif of Winnie the Pooh putting on a bib. <laughs> uh, my buddy D-Train, Dave, says you should get some pets, too. I said, smart, I'll name you breakfast, and you are going to be named lunch. And then he told me that our good buddy T-Bone, Tony, from the Barnes and Noble days, he said Tony had two cats, soup and sandwich. That's a guy who knows how to prepare for emergencies. Those are that's what a great name for cats. And I said, as as Tony always said, first rule, and we all worked in the music department at Barnes and Noble. As Tony always said, the first rule of the music department is there is no music department. The second rule, identify your most succulent coworker on the first day. Which of course is why I named him T Bone. And I did. He's still T Bone to me, baby. Wherever you are out there, T-Bone, I hope that, I hope you're safe and I hope you're delicious as ever. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I had anything else. Uh, I don't think there's any, like, sounding board uh, theater type things. Oh, you know what? There is one. This is not on the sounding board theater, but this is on the, does anyone know what's going right now, going on right now? In Nashua, where you can literally just ask the question, Hey, I heard police sirens on Elm Street. Anyone know what's going on over there? So somebody... <laughs> I mean, this sucks. <clears throat> Mark Plamondon. Plamondon. Heads up in the Kinsley Elm Main Street area. Keep your car doors locked. Two Caucasian male pukes... Mid-20s, approximately 5'8 to 5'10. One, one is tagging while the other is entering private properties and trying to get into your vehicles. They are not new to this. They have a long history here of smash-and-grab crimes. Please be attentive and let's get these pukes off Nashua streets. I don't disagree with a single thing he said. That sucks, those fucking assholes. Um, I hate that shit. I hate crime. Uh, it's just the fact that he used pukes so often. I just couldn't help but think of Sergeant Slaughter calling everyone pukes, calling Hulk Hogan the pukamaniac and all the little pukem, all the little pukamaniac. I can't do Sergeant Slaughter. I used to be able to. Uh, and somebody wrote, thanks for the heads up. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> and then here's Scott Johnston. I never thought I would feel bad for this bastard. <laughs> Police are all over the place this morning. There were five cruisers at 23 Temple and a bunch more sitting in various places around the neighborhood. And then Tracy Fitzgerald responds to Scott. 23 Temple is the old YMCA, I believe, and it's nothing but drug users and dealers in there. The place should be condemned. 
It's roach-infested bed bugs. And before anyone wants to argue, yes, I know for a fact. No, not because I've been there, because I've worked in the health field for many years and I know where the clients live. No, I'm not going against HIPAA before that's said. I hope the police clean the place out and take the manager as well. Scott responds, Tracy Fitzgerald, that's not really fair to say that the old building is nothing but drug dealers and drug users. I know for a fact that there are some really good people that live there. I am one of them, so thanks for judging. I don't drink or do drugs and never did, never will. And then he continues, the manager is actually a very nice guy and does his best to keep that place clean. Uh, whoops, Tracy, looks like, uh, whoopsie. I'm never, ever on the, Scott, on the side of Scott Johnston because he is a real-life troll. He's an asshole. He's always stirring shit up. But in this particular instance, I was happy that he was able to put this Tracy Fitzgerald in her place. And then she responds, I'm sorry if I said everyone. That's not fair to say because you're right. There are nice people in there because they have nowhere else to go. I apologize for that. Of course, she just said there are no nice people. They're all drug dealers and drug users and deadbeats and junkies and alcoholics and all this shit. So she's full of garbage. Everyone I have, I'm, I have met that came from there are addicted to something, and the dealer is right next door. I know a few people who lived there and had issues and was trying to do the right thing, and it was all around them and that they moved out. And Scott, amazingly enough, had no follow-up to that. He usually has a follow-up to everything, but I guess I guess he said his piece. Uh, yeah, that's it. Man, the rest of uh, social media in the local area and probably every every area where everyone lives, it's just pictures of grocery stores and Costco and lines of people and empty shelves and not much else. And then, you know, just memes and gifts about toilet paper and... Don't worry at all. Everything's fine. You should definitely worry a lot, and everything's horrible. Yeah, it's somewhere in the middle. As as always, it's uh, the answer lies somewhere in the middle. All right, let me take another quick. Am I gonna take a break? Or are we just gonna wrap it up? I'm gonna take a quick. No, I'm gonna take a quick break, and then wrap it up. Stick around. Birthday Boy Podcast. Jeff Hardy is back on SmackDown. Wrestling in, again in front of nobody. And John Cena returns next. Alright. Here's uh, uh, something. Ooh, yeah. How do you? I don't know how you pronounce his name exactly. Is it? Is it Yihan Jihan? Yehan Jehan? Yahan Jahan? I want to know how to pronounce that. Y e h a n j e h a n. Yahan Jahan. Why can't somebody just tell me how to pronounce? 
I'm, I'm sure somewhere there's somebody pronouncing it. Anyway. I don't know. But he's got this new tune. It's called Witch Hunt. And I quite like it. I, qu I quite like it, Cliff. I, I'm not going to do a new Cliffy call. I don't have the voice for it. I, I squeezed out some Cliffies in the last couple weeks. I can't do it today. Maybe I'll toss in a, a, a classic Cliff call. Cliffy, there's a pandemic. I'm out of toilet paper, Cliff. Cliff, you're gonna have to wipe my ass. Ah, I guess I could do it. I guess I could do a call. It's coming to me. We'll see. We'll see. <coughs> you might hear. The, you might hear those exact words at the end of this. I don't even know. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know what else to tell you, except we're, I'm, I'm just about done here. Uh, I gotta go get, I'm, 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 I want, uh, I'm starving. I need to get something to eat. You know, I came home from, can I tell you something, though? One of the items that I got, I, I, I tried to make myself sound like I, you know, I'm a mature, responsible adult, and I got a bunch of fruit, carrots, and whatnot, and some, uh, water and essentials last night at the grocery store oh i forgot to mention i got four things of ice cream because they had briars which i normally don't i'm not a you know briars is good i don't i don't get it i, I like to go to hayward's it's the local ice cream it's the best i've never tasted better ice cream anywhere ever anywhere from anyone ever anywhere ever uh than hayward's i love it it was one of the it was the first ice cream place that i tried when I got here, when I didn't even know if it was good or not, I just, hey, there's a big line of people outside this ice cream place. I'm going to want to swing by there and see what's up. And uh, I got a, I got a quart of peanut butter Snickers. And, uh, man, that's when the love affair began, and it has not stopped. Uh, but, you know, if I'm in the store and they've got buy two, get two free of Briar's ice cream, well, shit, I'm not made of stone. I'll get some ice cream. For this pandemic, some some pandemic ice cream, some mint chocolate chip, some cookies and cream, among other flavors, and uh, yeah, I came I came home from work today. I went directly. Oh, and I also bought a pecan pie. I make the best pecan pie, but I just I'm not gonna make one, so I bought one because it was there. Uh, I came home from work, I went right into the kitchen and got myself a bowl of ice cream and some pie and then had tacos for dinner <laughs> and then had some more ice cream when I got ice cream for the kids. So it's, I think it's going to be that kind of weekend. It's going to be a gluttonous two days. Lockdown. Oh, man. Uh, now I'm just thinking about it. I gotta go get some ice. Plus, plus, it's good for the throat. It's good for the throat, you know. So I should eat the ice cream. Ah, uh, so, so is your opinion of me just when you thought it couldn't get any lower? Has it uh, has it officially bottomed out after that story about the uh, the guy with his mom with cancer? This show of hands. Yes, yes. All right. Eh, but that's why you listen. You love that kind of shit. You love to know. Yeah, so just what a depraved heap of trash I am. And I don't mind telling you about it, so so it's all good fun. Hey, there's John Cena 
on SmackDown in front of a no people at all with a microphone. And that's the thing. They're carrying on as though there's an audience of people in the arena. Sure, there's an audience of people watching, but there's Cena. What's he doing here? Yeah, that's, that's, okay. It's so strange. There's no, so the tone of their voice, the cadence, it's all different because you're not, there's no audience to react to you and you cannot react to them reacting to you. So it's just very strange. Anyway, weird times, man, weird times. I can't, uh, you know, there's only been one night without sports, which was last night. Uh, Wednesday, you know, at least we had some basketball, and and even yesterday there was, you know, there was still the, the first round of the golf tournament in uh, in Pontevedra, right? The Players Championship and some basketball. They did have some sports on yesterday, and so today is really the first. And there's, you know, okay, SmackDown's on, but just man, oh man, coming home and flipping through and seeing all the games that are on and just having them on because I enjoy having sports on. And then listening to, uh, you know, I listen to Jim Rome, and I listen to Dan Patrick, and I listen to Cornhide, I listen to all the guys, and it's just, that's, it's like listening to CNN. Putting on ESPN was like watching CNN. It's just news. It's stuff about the pandemic, it's stuff, you know, obviously, what are they going to talk about? They can't recap any games. They can't preview the, the games that are coming this weekend. It's like, all right, well, Wednesday we had some games to talk about, but that's the end of that. And, uh, you know, it's it's pretty much the coronavirus. It's the 24-hour-7 sports channel, and they, they have no sports to talk about. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. I was just saying, wasn't I just saying on last week's podcast how much I love Saturdays, a full day? You just put on CBS and, like, triple header of basketball. And the tournaments, and there's just it's just endless basketball all weekend long. A whole Thursday, a whole Friday, a whole Saturday, a whole Sunday. And now there's zero. There's nothing. Next week, there's nothing. This weekend, there's nothing. Oh, my God. There might not be a WrestleMania. But knowing Vince McMahon, he's such a prick. Uh, he's going to have WrestleMania. Uh, but... You know what? That might not be up to him in the end, and it might be postponed till like later on in the summer. Which I mean, it's just crazy. It's just, I, I, I mean, come on. I mean, what's I mean, what's going on here? I mean, it's a it's a fun pandemic. I mean, what are we? I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, come on, Roger Wallen, Big Bone Sports. Uh, there's no sports to talk. What is he talking about? I gotta. I mean, I wonder if he has if he podcasts his show, if he even has a show. I don't even know. I mean, he can barely he can barely talk about sports when there's there are sports to talk about. I can only imagine what he's going to talk about when there's no sports, because there's not even high school sports because they're canceling school. It is freezing in here. I'm freezing. I am freezing. It would be really bad to find out if it's like 90 degrees in here and I'm freezing. <laughs> then we got problems. Oh man, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, they have the coronavirus. That's when it all stopped. That's when you knew it was bad. Oh my God. That's like the start of a movie. And that evening it was announced. It was reported that beloved Hollywood icon Tom Hanks and wife Rita Wilson 
have the COVID-19. Immediately following that, the NBA suspended their season. And then everything else. And then everything else. Then hockey the next day. Then uh, NCAA. Originally, the NCAA was going to, like, they were just going to play the games in an empty arena. I'm great. I said, awesome. Do it. So we get, at least we get to see the games. And, uh, and then, and then no games. And, uh, and then canceled. Just full on canceled. But, uh. That's the right thing to do. It's, I mean, purely, I'm such a selfish being. I just want, I want my basketball games back. I want all my stuff back, and uh, it's not coming back. Some of it's not coming back until next year. Some of it's not coming back for a month, at least. Who knows? Nobody knows. Oh my god, it's crazy. And then this asshole's having a press conference, shaking everybody's hand. What a fucking moron. Well done, buddy. Yeah, shake those hands, jackass. All right. Is that enough? I think that's enough. Maybe I can do a maybe I can do a cliffy call. I don't I don't know. There will be a cliffy call at the end of this. Maybe it'll be a classic. Maybe I'll be new if I can if I can figure something out. I don't know. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm, I've had enough, and I, I think you've probably had enough of me. <laughs> But I figured I would, I thought I would give you a little entertainment while you're locked up. Hopefully, God damn it, don't go out to, don't go out and do things. All right. I mean, if you need stuff, if the emergency, you know, things, obviously do that. But just fucking stay home, will you? I'm not a fucking, I don't know any of this shit. I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but just don't, stay home. Don't go to, you know, don't have big group things. Don't go to big group things. Keep your kids home. Check on your elderly friends and family. I don't know. I can't believe I never played this song. I, I checked. This song came out, I don't know, a few months ago, right? Back in, like, October? November? December? And then as I'm watching SmackDown, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, wow, they chose this. as This is one of the theme songs for WrestleMania that may or may not happen this year. I love this song. I love The weekend. Both the weekend and the artist. And it is the weekend. So why not play this to to kick us into this fun weekend where we're gonna just be sitting home. This is This is the John Hopkins experience this weekend. And the next week and the next several weeks. When you're on lockdown. Hunkered down in your in your house under the blankets, just watching TV. This is this is all I've ever wanted. This is all I've ever dreamed of, and and not just to. Ha- I mean, you can do. I can do that anytime, but to be told by high-ranking officials that this is what you should, by by science and experts, scientists and medical professionals, you should be doing this. You should be home, not leaving, not going out, not going to parties, not going to functions, not going to anything. Just stay home and just rest and hang in. And goddammit, that's all I've ever wanted. It's not just to do that, but to be to-, but to to be instructed to do that. So I'm thrilled. All right. I don't know. I don't know what we have here on this episode 40. I don't, I don't really know what this last 90 minutes has been. <laughs> it hasn't been much. I hope it's I've, somewhere in there has been enjoyable for you. And if not, look, 
Uh, blame the pandemic. This is how I'm coping with my high anxiety. Alright. That's it. I remember everybody. Uh, positivity is stupid. Uh, kindness matters. And uh, we'll be back next week with episode 41. God knows what the fuck we're going to talk about. Because if I don't leave the house, I, there might not be... I'm not going to the Y. I'm not going to get myself into any uh, crazy hijinks there. Or Costco. Or anywhere for that matter. So, God knows. Maybe next week, episode 41 is the quarantine episode of the Birthday Boy Podcast. In any event, I'm done. I'm out of here. Talk to you next week. Later, Gators. Grandmother calling again, Cliffy. Cliffy, it's Grandma Cliff Cliff. Cliffy, where are you? I've been trying to reach you, Cliff. You know there's a pandemic out there, and I wanted to make sure that you're not out doing all these crazy things. I hope this is the one time, Cliffy, that I hope you're actually home toggling your balls. Oh, God, Cliffy, tell me you're home toggling your balls, and that's, that's why you're not answering your phone. For once, I hope that the Pound Pound is open for business all weekend long, Cliff. Because you shouldn't be going outside. And neither should I. I'm just glad I got to the farm last week to milk all those cows. But, Cliffy, there's, here's the problem, though, Cliff. I do, have a, I do have a bit of a problem, Cliff. I'm going to need your help. And I'm going to need you to come over as soon as possible, Cliff. I know that you, uh... I know that I heard through the grapevine, Cliffy, that you went and got a big bunch of rolls of toilet paper. Well, your grandmother is all... I'm all out of toilet paper. Your grandfather, too. He didn't get any because he's an idiot, son of a bitch, bastard idiot. So now guess what, Cliff? I have dish towels. That's what I've been using is dish towels and little rags and T-shirts and things lying around the house. It's disgusting, Cliff. It's disgusting. It's, oh my god, I don't even know. And they're all, luckily the trash man came today and took all of that. But but guess what, Cliffy? It's time. It's time for me to go again. Do you know what I'm saying, Cliff? Cliffy, here's what I, I need you to come over with that toilet paper. I know you have an extra roll or two for your grand payments, Cliff. Stop hoarding toilet paper. You don't need... You don't need 48 rolls of toilet paper for the next week or two to wipe your ass, Cliff. But I do, Cliffy. I need toilet paper to wipe my ass. Now, there's another problem, Cliff. I'm going to need you to help me in another area, Cliff. Because, you see, after all after all that cow milking that I did last week, Cliffy, you know, when I was at the farm and I was milking the cows and milking them and pumping that milk all the live long day, Cliffy, what happened was, you see, I got bad cramps, Cliff. I got bad cramps in my hands and my fingers, Cliff. Bad cramps all over my fingers, my hands, and I can't move them so great. You see, Cliff, so what I need you to do is I need you to come over here and I need you to bring that toilet paper and then I, I need you to wipe my ass, Cliff. I need you to wipe your Grandma Cliff's ass, Cliffy. You're the only one who can do it. You're the only one with hands 
as strong or possibly stronger than mine. And I know that you know how to to milk some things too, Cliffy. If you know what I mean. I know you know how to. I, I know you know how to pump, uh, pump something. Uh, you know. You know what I'm trying to say, Cliff. Uh, Mister Mister Pound Pound, uh, Mister Mister Ball Toggling. You know what I'm saying, Cliffy. Uh, you may not have experience milking cows, but I know you know how to do the exact same thing, Cliff. Okay, so what I need you to do is come over, and I need you to, uh, I need you to wipe my ass as soon as possible. Oh, God. So please come over here soon, Cliffy, or at least call me and tell me, give me a rough ETA on when I can expect you to get here to help your grandmother. Remember, Cliffy, all the times I wiped your ass when you were a little baby boy, a little baby butter boy, little baby boy, my little Cliffy boy, baby boy. And I wiped your ass plenty of times, especially when you, uh, you know, when you had that butter all over you. Oh, God, it was horrible, disgusting. Anyways, Cliffy, I also wanted to mention a little bit of trivia. It's uh, it's rather interesting, the name of this particular virus, the COVID-19, uh, because when you were born, uh, before your parents changed your name to Cliff, you originally were named COVID, my little COVID Womack. And we all loved our little baby COVID. Oh, come over and look at little COVID. Look, look at cute little baby COVID, they'd say. And I'd say. And they'd all say. We'd all say it. We'd all say that together. Oh, our little, our little COVID. Baby COVID. Look at little COVID. So I thought that was a little bit of trivia. Now that there's a pandemic, a horrible, deadly, horrible disease. Uh, and it's got the same name as you, which is COVID. And that was your name when you were a baby, Cliffy. You were named COVID. So listen, COVID, could you get over here as soon as possible, bring some toilet paper, bring those strong, uh, ball-toggling, pound-pound uh, hands of yours, and uh, help me uh, help me wipe my ass, Cliff. That's all I ask of you. Okay, Cliffy, be careful. I'll see you soon with the toilet paper for my ass. Okay, Cliff, this is Grandma Cliff Cliff. Talk to you soon, COVID. Bye.